inspire. Welcome back to Relentless, the show about what it takes to make it as an entrepreneur, especially in the Wild West of NFTs. I'm Jeff Saris. And I'm Jack Davidson. <laughs> um, Perfect timing. <laughs> where were we? Yeah, where, where were we? What were we just saying? Well, yeah, uh, just about... nomad. Yeah, being a digital nomad and how uh, it's oh, sort of what correct. entrepreneurship is. Right. I said it's so funny. I, I've been hanging with like a new group of people and like I've been having a really good time with them and like everybody's like, what What are you what do you do? And I'm like, it's like a whole thing. Like, you know, like I, it's I, I don't I, I, No one really knows. Like I'm a little I'm just do a little bit of everything. They're like, but how do you like, how are you able to just do like whatever you want to do whenever you want to do it? And I'm like, well, like the secret is, is that like I'm always working. So like. The other day, I like went to a movie, and halfway through the movie, I'm I'm now working. I'm completely in work mode, like from the movie theater. And like, yeah, it sucks. Like, I'm missing half the movie, but it's better than me having to like sit down at a nine to five somewhere like all day long. Like, I'd rather do that. You know, I'd rather be able to work from anywhere in the world. So, like, what is it that I said? I was like, pros and cons of like being an entrepreneur is like, pro, you can work from your phone. Con. You also can work from your phone. So like, you know, it's like it just never ends. Like I noticed today I was in 7-Eleven trying to fill a coffee, holding my stuff, and I'm trying to text at the same time. And I'm like, let me just wait to get into the car. Let me just wait to get this out until I get into the car. And it's like, I don't know. It's it's really nice being able to work on the go. And um, I think that's what what, what comes with working on the go is like time management, like knowing when to do things, how to do things and when you need to get them out. Because like this week, like I am a little behind. It happens. It fucking happens, especially as like a creative, because like I find that when I'm forced to be creative, it doesn't come out. It, and if it if it comes out, it comes out. Decent, like it, not great. Like it, it's I, I'm trying to find this balance where it's like I because I, 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 I always want our shit to be like super high quality. Like the best that you see, I want it to stop anybody that sees it. So like, um, it's hard summoning the creativity with it. You know, it's like, sure, I know how to use the software. Sure, I know how to like color theory. Sure, I know like other things, but like to create something monumental, for example, Skull Kids, like something like that, I don't know if I'll ever be able to recreate in my life. And like, that's why it's the foundation of everything that we do is because I was in such an inspired place. Like I'll create something different one day that'll be like monumental, but I was in such an inspired place. Um, but I wasn't, I wasn't great with managing my time. You know, it was like, I was like burning myself out. I was like doing crazy stuff. I wasn't leaving my house. I wasn't eating properly. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't working out. I was like, so, so we've talked about that a little bit in the past and what you're talking about is getting in the zone and right. deep work is sort of what we talked about. And right. that was the thing is at that time, you found your deep work zone, but yeah. you weren't uh, deliberate about how you're using it. You found your way in. You got your way into the deep work. You were able to just shut off the world and be like, this is what I'm doing. I'm going to knock this out. This is so much fun. Like it's, it's actually easiest to get in the zone, to do deep work when we're excited about something. Yeah. It's like I'm creating my own universe and people uh-huh. like it. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, yeah, I got so much shit for you guys hang on you know like i so it was like yeah and it can lead to burnout it can lead to burnout like for sure but it's it's such a valuable thing to be able to harness i mean just like us doing fruit fruit invaders uh fruitlings like last week like for anyone who doesn't know on so let's see 
a week and a half ago. It was a Friday afternoon. And that was when Jack sent me just his warm-up illustration of an alien. I was like, hey, what do you think? Could you do some traits for this? A couple days later, he drew a new base. It was like Sunday. You had the base and a few traits. By Wednesday of last week, we launched this project that as of right this second, or right before we opened up Relentless, there were 16 left. So we sold like 983. Um, in, in the one, But we built this entire project in less than four or five days. And we have a little game and things, but we were both working nonstop. I mean, I was working on the contract, the website, building out a little game and like, just to work within the system. And doing all this is so much fun and so rewarding, but I couldn't mm-hmm. do that nonstop. Like I was, I was in the zone for that. But if that was going more than four or five days, I mean, by the time we launched Relentless last week, I was just like, I need a little time off, a little yeah, bit of time away. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same. I, Skull Kids, when that happened, it was like 90 days of that, mm-hmm. 90 to 100 days of that, because then October is when I started really, I was like, holy shit, I'm like, <laughs> I got it, I need a fucking week off. Because I was even when, I don't know if you remember, I was like vacationing and I was like in Puerto Rico and the whole time I was still fucking running roulette wheels and trying to give shit away. And like, uh, so yeah, it's like that. You need that. You need that rest. You need that. The the time management is because it doesn't need to be rest. Like, it's not like I'm like sleeping or not doing anything. So like something that I find is that when you manage your time properly, your mental health um, significantly changes just the way that you think and perceive the world. So like, um, for example, when I wasn't taking the time to work out something I'm passionate about, I know you guys hear me talk about this all the time is like just being physically active. Like I, whether it be boxing or lifting or running or just like jumping rope or fucking dancing around in a banana suit at the beach, like whatever it is. Like, I just like to, I never like to be off my edge. And it's not like I, it's not because I try to make my body look amazing. It's not, it's just because of what it does up here for me. So like, I, I truly think that like now, now I section times out of my day where it's like, all right, at least 45 minutes to an hour and 30 minutes is I'm going to be active and cardio. I'm going to be kicking my fucking ass. And like, when I do that and I take myself for walks like a dog, you know, it's like, you got to get out there. You got to do shit. And like, so I find when I, block off certain times of my day to like do shit. So like work out, do this, like go try other things. Like you're going to eat here. You're going to go out tonight. You're going to do this. You're going to take the time to do the things that you like to do. So I feel like it recharges you like a little bit better because like something that I'm finding hard is switching my hats is being like, okay, like there's articles about me on 27 East and my pictures everywhere in my hometown. Like I'm fucking, it was a great week for me this week. Like I, my Instagram was flying off like crazy. People are in my DMs, couldn't believe like what has been going on with me. And like, I, I've just been like, it feels good. And like, I feel like this rock star a little bit back at home. And then like, there are times when, and like the podcast and speaking and selling, and this is like what I'm really good at. And then like, there are times when it gets quiet and then I'm like, oh, I have to draw now. I don't want to draw now. I want to keep being a rock star. Like, I don't want to keep doing, you know, it's like, I want more articles. I want to, I want to keep talking. I want to, I want to do more podcasts. I want to do more stuff, but it's like everything orientates around the art. Right. So then sometimes if I don't section time out specifically to sit down and draw, I notice I like avoid my desk because like, I don't want to, I'm like, no, you can't make me do that. You can't make me do that. Like speaking to myself. 
But if I commit and I say like, okay, like I'm windowing out 45 minutes to just get a sketch going. Cause normally then once my hand gets warm and I start drawing a sketch, something starts coming to life. And I'm like, okay, like that's all I needed to do was take the time to do it. Even if I didn't want to do it. It's so the whole like, sit in the chair mentality. Like writers really uh, promote this as well, where every day you got to be writing. And most days you don't want to write. That's the last thing you want to do because it's what I did last night. It's what I did right before I went right. to sleep. I don't want to wake up and start this, but sitting in the chair, even if it's usually like one of the techniques that tends to work really well is it's like, I'm going to do this for five minutes. Five minutes is it. That's nothing. It's like, I can do it for five minutes, whatever. I'm going to sit down and do this. But five minutes is done and you're like, well, now I'm in the zone. Like, not in the zone, but I'm in the rhythm and I'm right, starting right. to get there. I'm working my way towards the thing that I've been dreading for so long. And this goes for working out as well. It doesn't have to just be work. It's like, I, I might dread. I was just about to say, yeah. how many times have you sat in your car at the gym and you're just like, I don't want to do it. Uh -huh. I don't want to do it. I don't want to go in there, but you have to. <laughs> like, you know, you drove all the way here. Get the fuck in the gym right now. So it's like, but then after you do that workout, how good do you fucking feel? Mm -hmm. You know, you're like, I'm so glad I did it. I'm so glad I, I got, you know, whatever. So for me, I, I yo-yo with my fitness. I know you know this a lot, but like, so after the summer, I was like in not great shape. And like, that's not something that I'm very used to. And so I, um, so I would, st I started trying to walk and then run and then, you know, slowly build myself back up. I didn't want to like hop immediately back into like what I was doing. And then first doing that dude was like pulling teeth. Like I had to literally force myself to do it. But now like nine months later, like I'm great. Like I feel fantastic. It's phenomenal. But if I didn't take the time to block off a certain portion of my day to, to, to put my mind to something, I would have never have done it. So like, I, I, that, I find that managing, managing your time is just so important. And it's something that I'm like learning at getting better at doing. And like, when I also mentioned time management, I, I, I reciprocate this also as, uh, time management as being like, um, forgot. I forgot what I was going to Well, I have an idea of where you might be going and I wanted yeah, to bring it up yeah. next, but we can optimize our time. But the, the whole thing that we need to sort of come back to is what are we optimizing for? Because mm -hmm. first, like we can be busy and busy can make us feel important, but busy doesn't make us important. So no. it's like, okay, so what things in my life matter? What do I want? What are my priorities? And one thing might be fitness. Another might be sitting in that chair, <clears throat> sitting in that chair and drawing today to not lose this rhythm that you have going. Another thing could be PR. It could be getting out there, getting the word out there, getting your face in front of more people, the brand, the art, whatever it is, and finding those priorities, not just in, in the professional life, but in personal relationships, like the people who mean the most to us. Are we neglecting them? Are we doing the things with our life that we want to be doing? And I think that's one of the huge spots of like time management that can be overlooked. Like if we're just looking at optimization, like how perfect can this be? How much can I do in a day? Versus am I, am I hitting those marks that I actually want to hit in my life? Like for me personally, I love building things. I love like the entrepreneurship side. Like this is my hobby. 
my business. It's it's everything. So I spend a lot of time here, like a lot of time in Bad Fruit, a lot of time on other platforms doing things today. I've been developing all day, working on re sort of relearning some of the some of the stuff that we develop because systems have changed and this and that. But like I love doing it because I love the growth side of it. And mm-hmm. I think it's important to find those priorities to then be like, okay, I need to make sure, not that I'm never going to do our accounting again or taxes or whatever, but like I am going to make sure that I spend as little time on that as humanly possible because it's so much more important to me to do X, Y, and Z. Like maybe that's working out, that's spending time with Amara, that's mm-hmm. like achieving the things in my life that I want to do on this limited time I have on the planet. And I think it's important mm-hmm. to to look at that and be like, not to feel about, not to think about the vanity of things. Like, oh, I'm so busy. That means I'm important because mm-hmm. that's something we can get caught up in. It's like, I'm doing more, I'm doing more, but what are you busy for? Mm-hmm. And the for, I think, really matters in that mm-hmm. uh, in that equation. It completely does because it's uh, it's like, you know, I, any good businessman will tell you like time is money, you know, and it's like, it's so true. So like time is money. And like what, what I equate that always as is like, are you wasting your fucking time? Like, are you not spending your time fucking accordingly? Are you not spending your time, you know, and money being maybe not like the actual like physical like, uh, uh, like it's not actually money. It's like money is just something valuable. Like time is valuable. Is like it's a resource. Like, it's it's a resource that we don't take so seriously sometimes because it's like something we can't control directly. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like um, so. There, there, my my football coach used to say all the time: "There's two things you can never take back, and that's your time and your word." So like, spend your time very carefully and say what you mean and mean what you say. So like, for example, when you get into a fight with somebody and you go, you're a fucking asshole, I fucking hate you. Those words, those vibrations, they've left your mouth. You can say sorry, which is another thing that leaves your mouth, but that fuck you and that asshole, that still left your mouth too. And that person can forgive you or they might not forgive you, but even if they forgive you, they probably won't forget that you called them an asshole, you know, which is where forgive, you know, uh, what is it? It's like, always forgive, but never forget. It's like, there's a reason these sayings are like so corny because it's like they're very valuable and um so two things you can never get back your time and your words so like that's why it's so important you manage it that's like the four like what are you spending your time for like what are you spending your time on like what are you doing and uh where can it be better spent where what what are the things that you need to you can never get it back so i have a friend um i'll keep his name anonymous he works for um super billionaire family like he he or he did for a period of time and uh, they fly him around the country. When I say 30,000 square foot mansions in Colorado, California, Connecticut, Long Island, everywhere, you know, between the whatever, pr- yachts, private jets, everything in between. Um, they were really, really cool, these people. Like, awesome. They took care of him. The great salary. Like, and he got to travel the world. It was like a bachelor's dream. Like, it was just amazing. Like, you got to see everything and, like, live this Jeff Bezos lifestyle, like just uh, like crazy stuff, not that not a lot of people get access to. And he said that the one thing they would get weird about was things that they could not control, that money could not control. So that was time. So what what happened was is um, one of our really, really close friends died um, a couple years ago. He uh, it was a really sad thing. He was super young. He was way too young to uh, to have to have died. And um, 
he was in Colorado, uh, that the guy, the, the guy that was working for the rich family at the time, and he needed to come home to Hampton Bays for the funeral. And, uh, the lady was like, you can't take off. You have to turn my hoses on in Connecticut. I need those on before I get home. I don't think you understand. And then he was like, I'm going home. Like you're, you're going to have to fire me. I don't give a fuck about your hoses. I just lost my best friend. That's time I'm never going to get back with that person. But she's concerned about now the time it's going to take her to get somebody to go to Connecticut to turn something on. And it's like they value time more than human life. And like I just think that it's it's a resource we it's one thing we can't control. It's one of the one of the few things we can't control. It's chaos. It's like so spend it well. It's the most valuable resource you have. Fuck Ethereum. Fuck Skull Kids. Fuck cash. Fuck anything. It's like, how are you spending your time? Where are you spending it with? Who are you spending it with? What are you doing with it? So I um The who you're spending I, it with is so important because we are the people we surround ourselves with. Like when we find people who make us who I don't want to say make us happy or things like that, but people who are challenge us in a good way yeah or i was even gonna say just people who are uplifting like it's easy to find people who are uh like vampires they suck the energy completely but, but what we want are people who contribute to the energy like our energy we, w- we want to have a great day we all want to have a great day but we know that we don't click with everyone it's it's impossible but like finding the right people giving them the time that they deserve is so important and something that can be overlooked for a dollar. It's like, I want to make this much money. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to ignore the things that actually might matter more to me because I didn't take the time to to notice that. But mm-hmm. people are so important. Like, I mean, you've lost several people in the last year or two. And like, yeah, it's been a lot. There's never, there's never another moment with them. And it's like it's, it's it's just the moments you have in your mind with them that mm-hmm. you're also spending time thinking on. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you know, it's just uh, yeah. And then and then that's another thing is that like you never fucking know when like your last second's going to be here. Exactly. Like, guys, guys, like tonight, I'm going to be going to Southampton after this tonight. Knock on wood, not going to happen, but I'm too lucky for this shit. But if I was driving on 27 East here, our highway. That's why that that's what that news outlet's called as well. 27 East is the highway. It's heading out east. And some 18-wheeler just ran over my car and just squished me like a little goddamn bug. That's it. That's it. That's it. I have a legacy, sure. With I'm sure you guys would keep this pumping for a little bit. But I mean, like, I, um, that's it. And in that moment, right before I would see those tires squishing my brain out, would... Would I be sure I'd be shitting my pants out of fear, but like, you know, whatever limbo I'm going to go to right after, you know, did you spend your time right? Did you spend it right? Did you have a good time? Did you have a good time? A lot of people do. A lot of people don't as well. But did you have a good time? Did you spend your time correctly? Because you can't get it back now. That's it. You're done. You're done. That's it. This is this is it from now on. You can't go back there. You can't go hug those people anymore. You can't go say I love you to that person. You can't go start that business you never wanted to try. So like this also connects back to a lot of our earlier stuff that we had talked about that. It's like, that's why it's so important you take that first step. Just fucking try things. Just get out there. Just do it. Like time is so fucking valuable and you are running out of it. 
Look at how valuable. We have so many people that give us an hour every Wednesday at 9 p.m. And when we say thank you, like, it is really a thank you. You guys are giving us 60 minutes of your time, 60 plus of your time. Just to hear, just to hear what we're up to, and it's the it's the watering hole for the week, and we try to get you all pumped up and ready to go. But it's like, thank you for your time. We see the time you spend with us, and we try to spend it with you guys too because you guys are valuable to us. But make sure, you know, it's like, don't ever close any doors fully. You know, go make sure you fucking you you got all your shit together. Manage your time properly. Take the steps you need to take because, like, one day you're not gonna have that time. We're, we're hairless chimps on a floating rock in space. Like, you're not going to have that time forever. So you got to go and you got to do shit. You got to get it done. Imagine if I told Paul when I was at the ranch to go fuck himself, which is something I frequently say on the phone to him. Explain, what that, explain the context real quick for anyone who's just tuning so in. So Paul is, what, is one of my uh, close, close childhood friends. He's, he's like family to me, and he's, he's in the space. He's an artist, too, and... Um, he called me uh, over a year ago now. It was in April of last year. I was, do- where I was doing social work at the time. And he's like, dude, you got to do NFTs, blah, blah, blah. And like, if I didn't give him the time to explain just what ETH was to me, because I, I was about to not. I was like, no, dude, I'm not doing crypto. I'm not. I'm not. Not doing it. I'm not doing it. Literally. Like, on the, like hard, and I'm hard to sell when my mind's closed. But then he was like, just, dude, trust me, it's art. Like, it's not what you think. And then if I didn't give him that valuable little 30-second phone call, we wouldn't even, you guys, we, this conversation wouldn't even be happening right now. That's in some other timeline right now. And, like, spend that time accordingly. Give it to the people that matter. Give it to the, fu- and do you, I don't know if I'm crazy, like, you know, I, I, my wacky way of thinking. But, like, I, my instinct is so killer. My instinct is so killer. It just leads me into everything in my life. Like people call it luck. I call it luck. It's my instinct. Like I just know what to do and where to go and how to just do it all the time. Like I, uh, I don't know, but do, do, do you have that instinct where it's like, you know who to give your time and you know who not to give your time. And so that is just- important. Like it, that's a learned thing for sure. But being able to understand people is people will waste your fucking time too oh yeah for sure and knowing when people are in it for the right reasons or when they're just pulling the wool trying to pull the wool over your eyes like i always like to think sort of like sort of to everyone who's uh spending their time fooling everyone else you're not it's just it's not how it goes most of us see right through that it's you can you can fool I mean, there's there's some like cliche and fool some of the people some of the time, but blah blah blah, whatever it is. But like, you can fool some people, but the ones who matter aren't going to be fooled, aren't going to come back, aren't going to be in your sphere. Like, there's so many little moments. Like you just you were just mentioning, it's sort of like the whole butterfly effect. Like, if I didn't start my podcast in 2020, I would have been in NFTs. I would have never talked to you. Yeah. Like. Like I would like NFTs could have still come and gone. I would have never had a podcast. I would never had a reason to reach out to you. I would would have tried to collect. I would have been in the community, but everything would be different in from my side of bad fruit. I wouldn't be here. It might not be called bad fruit just because like you were going down a different path before I joined on. Like it's just wild how every little action has an impact. 
And I, I truly think, I mean, I say it every, I say it nonstop, but I think life is all about action. And either, either you're taking steps forward, you're taking action on the things that you want out of life. You're going for what you want. You're striving for what you want to achieve in life and taking action, getting experience, finding opportunity and doing more action. Or you're, you're just in that limbo. You're just, you're just here existing. And I think it's so important to take that first step to like why I named my show starting now is like I've said it a million times, I know. But that first step is the hardest and then the next hardest is the second one. And it's just, it, it keeps going. It never gets easier. It's just, you're in the rhythm. Just like we said, we sat down for five minutes to draw, to write, to whatever. And we're 10 minutes in. We're like, well, now I'm already going. I'm going to keep going. It's so much easier to keep going than to get started. And that's why I want to always nudge people, no matter, no matter where they are sort of in their journey. Like if there's something you want to do, take a little step towards it. It's so important because who knows like this could it's, it's just taking taking the time to do it yeah and just this could be it like this it. could be the last time we talk to or with someone in this space we don't know like you said like you never know what's gonna happen and like i never want to have any regrets about not trying something like you can have regrets or like whatever like it's it's regret is just a natural part of life but to regret not taking an action i think is maybe the worst regret there is because you were completely in control of doing that in the first place. Deep shit. (laughs) (laughs) Deep shit. You got me thinking, dude. Like, it's just, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. Do you ever, you have, and then you ever have any regrets of time poor spent? That's a good question. Um, I do. <laughs> yeah, I'm generally not one to look backwards. I like I find time fascinating. I'm very much where are we going, not what have we done. That's just how I'm wired. Like it's I think it's sort of my stoic philosophy, like what I mm-hmm. what I love about stoicism and like like essentially it's all like you could leave this life right now. So why am I worrying? Not looking forward into like what might happen. What are all the worst things that can happen? Like that's not not where I live. Like I want to be here and where am I going next? Sort of like mm-hmm. I only want to look a step ahead. And that's why I always say like for me, I try to guide people with entrepreneurship that it's a compass, not a map. And you calibrate mm-hmm. your compass. You get the direction you're going. But beyond that first step, maybe the second one who knows what's next, but you know you're heading in that correct direction. So like for me, when it comes to regret, like there isn't, I don't have things that necessarily jump out because like I wouldn't be where I am today if it wasn't for everything that's happened so far. But that's also just my sort of personal philosophy on things. So I'd be curious on on your side, on your thoughts. Huh, yeah, so I, um, th- someone that I, I, I've been getting to know, a uh, very lovely person, they, um, something I'm not good at is like being present. Mm -hmm. So I'm always trying to calculate plan for the future. I'm always trying to, okay, if I do this and then I have to do that. And it takes you away from enjoying the present time, you know, which is also time management in a way too. So it's like, um, I sometimes get anxiety, you know, just like everybody else, just about, all right, I got to do this. I got to, okay, I can't relax. I can't all day before relentless. Like 
I feel like I can't do anything all day because I'm like, no, I, ha I have relentless guys. Like, and it's like <laughs> nine o'clock at night by me. Like I have 12 hours to do whatever I need to do, but just like not being present. Right. So she said she, she, she's like this little trick where it's like your five senses. And like, at first when I was like, no, 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 no. Like you can't, I'm not, I'm not by Yeah. Whatever, whatever. She's like, no, no, no. Like, you know, feel, you know, see your, see your five senses. Like, uh, try, try to hear what you're hearing, smell what you're smelling, taste what you're tasting, see what you're seeing. And it kind of like brings you to the present a little bit. I tried it like a few times and like, it works pretty well. And it like makes you real, just like appreciative for a second when you're like, okay, like I'm not at that moment yet, or I'm not doing that yet. Or if you're thinking the other way where it's like, oh man, I fucked up a couple days ago. I shouldn't have done that. It's like, well, that was a couple days ago. What did it's you know, like, what does it smell like now? Not a couple days ago. What does it look like now? Not a couple days ago, you know? So, um, I find that being present is really good because like a lot of the times, like I live in my past, like a lot. And like, cause it's been like, it's been a wild ride and like, there's a lot of stuff I wish I could have done differently. And, uh, I don't know. I recently just feel like I kind of like came into like my manhood, you know, like some, some crazy lights turned on like recently within the last like three years. Like I just like babies are cute now, you know, like I once never wanted one. And like, I, there's just something's like developing and like changing in my mind. And like, um, I've just worked really hard at not being such a, um, not that I was really an asshole, but like, I was just like, I was wild. I was wild for a long time. I was a bad fruit. Like I was a bad fruit. That's why, that's where all this inspiration comes from. And um, I, I, sometimes I wasn't nice to people. I sometimes didn't treat people the proper way. And I sometimes wasted people's times, you know, like I, uh, I've just, I've, I've been not nice. I've been crazy. I've, I've done, I've hurt people. I've done so many things that I wish I could fucking take back now that I, now that I've taken the time to heal and get to know myself a little bit. And I just, um, and I live there a lot and it wastes my current present time because of my, I shoulda, coulda, woulda. And, um, I don't know. I just feel that time is our most valuable resource that you're never, ever going to get back. You're never going to get that time back. So like spend it so carefully, spend it so carefully. Mm -hmm. Think before you speak, you know, think before you do things like make sure, make sure the decisions you make aren't going to make the future. You be like, fuck to the past you. And then also make Pat, make sure past you isn't going to, you know, do shit that's going to fuck with the present you. So it's like, manage your fucking time, people. Manage the time you spend. Go hug your kids. Hang out with your family. Tell your parents you love them. You know, do that. Do it. Go do all the things. Start that business. Go do it. Fucking call her. Do you miss her? Call her. You know, like, do. go tell them. Do, go do, do, do what you guys need to do. But make sure it's good. Don't waste your fucking time. Do, do, do stuff that's going to make you better people, do stuff that's going to make you stronger, do stuff that's going to benefit the future for you. Um, and I think it really all boils down to your time management. Like I said, for me, I know it's kind of corny, but like the physical activity, it's a big thing. I need to always be doing it. If I'm not, it's like I, I, my, I, my, it gets so dark and like, I, I, I need to, I need to like, I need to like beat the crazy out of me. So like, that's how I have to do it. And like taking that little hour every day drastically changed my life. And it's just, I wonder what else I could be doing with my time that can be altering different things in my life that can be completely life-changing, completely life-changing, giving certain people more time, taking away time from certain people. You know, it's like, 
Um, I don't know. I could talk about this for hours. So I uh, and it's time for community milk. So, <laughs> but yeah, this is a real topic, and we will keep going. But on that note, <laughs> this is where I check. All right, so that music means it is Community Milk. This is the segment of the show where we would love to have as many of you uh, request to speak, come up and chat with us, get asked. Blah. I'm tripping over my words, but ask any <laughs> questions. We can talk about time. We can talk about regrets. Um, I didn't want to leave the regret thing too far because you mentioned hurting people, doing wrong by people. And I wanted to just touch on that real quick because that is, we've all done that. Like, we've all been there. Like, I definitely am i'm i'm not immune to that at all and i don't i i would say there's regret for things i've done or said or whatever in the past but at the same time i think it's merely not dwelling on it i think that's i just because i just want to make sure that it's clear like i don't feel like i'm not like all high and mighty i'm perfect i've never done anything wrong but it's more what can i do about that now nothing so i can get myself on the best path i can to not right or wrong, but essentially try to live by the motto of paying it forward. Like if there's someone in need, someone that maybe community milk, motherfucker. That's the thing. <laughs> and like and always forward. Like that's the thing is I don't want paying it forward is it can't be something where you're looking for a return on this. It's not an investment. It's if anything, it's an investment in helping someone else in some way. It can be an investment of time, of money, of thoughts, ideas, of connections, whatever it is. But as soon as you're out looking for it to be reciprocated in some way, that it changes what what you're doing. And I think it's so important to for me at least, I want to focus on paying it forward as much as I can and Hopefully that person one day will be able to also pay it forward in their way to someone else. And I think that is just sort of a my how my compass is calibrated of sorts. Something that I want to pursue and how I want to how I want to live. Yeah, I think that's why I, I'm so big on it with us, is because like it made such a radical change in my life when I just started gearing my mind a little differently. And paying it forward, you know, community milk, that's, that's, I know it's silly and it's a disgusting analogy for our, you know, the humor, but like at the end of the day, like it's, it's a philosophy that I've just kind of like started living by and my life rapidly changed. Like, yeah, you're right. It's like, I kind of, all right, well, I fucked it up that time. So I'm not going to fuck it up this time. Like I'm going to, I'm going to try to, and I just believe putting good out there makes good come to you. It's like law of attraction, Murphy's law. It's them. You know, I'm a little new agey with that kind of shit, but it fucking works for me. So I just figure it's like, you know, you 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 multiply that with the energy of the people here and you just like send out like a good little love letter to the universe and like you see what comes back. You never know. So it's like that principle of paying it forward is fucking huge. It's like, I guess that's great. That's that's I guess how you don't dwell in the past. Right. As you pay it fucking forward. It's like you just you know, re restore, restore that time with, with uh better, better time given to somebody else, gift someone your time, mm -hmm. I guess, you know, that's, that's a great way to look at that. Um, I think it's hugely valuable. It's something that like, and we can all do, you know, there's mm -hmm. always someone we can help in some way. And it's sort of the, uh, thinking about what it means to be a teacher. 
And a teacher is someone who's just slightly further down a, a given path, no matter mm-hmm. what the path is. Like maybe you're learning guitar and you are a complete noob to playing guitar. But no, this other person has never even heard of like tabs, like guitar tabs or, or these things that you can use to get started. And suddenly like you're a teacher, you're able to help them in some way. Mm-hmm. And something I find really interesting, sort of you have that like document over create mentality when it comes to like social media and building a business and a brand and all these things where if you document what you're doing, you're going to start to build a connection with an audience because you're maybe a step ahead of where they are. And I've always found it fascinating that I think it's better to be more of a novice in that regard because you can relate to more people. People can relate to you more because you haven't been doing something for an extremely long time. So like the value there is a value that's newly acquired by by you and knowledge and experience that other people are looking for right now who are just... Maybe they're a week behind you, a month behind you. It's people entering the space, entering NFTs right now. They're like, how do I do this? What is this? I don't even understand. What's this wag me? What's Why is everyone saying GM, GM? What does all this mean? It's like little things like that don't seem like a lot, but we need those like sort of shepherds to bring people in to the next, like bring, sort of welcome in the next batch of people, no matter what it is. So like paying it forward doesn't have to be completely grandiose, but I think it's a very... I think it's valuable all around for everyone involved and just a good way, a good way to live just in general. I agree. Would you say that, cause you said your life changed dramatically in that you feel like you became like a man. Would you be able to pinpoint sort of that moment, maybe something yes. that, that created that? I know. Yes. Yeah? The exact moment. It was like a little bit of an ego death moment. Like, um, so full transparency, your boy used to party a lot, not a shocker, but your boy <laughs> used to put a lot of anything you could find up his nose and, you know, whatever and everything in between. And um, so I will never forget, there is a bar um, we call church. It's every Sunday. Uh, well, now it's closed now, but if you guys feel free to Google it, it's called The Bordy Barn. And it is uh, my friends. We wear bathing suits there and we just piss our pants all day. It's under a tent. It's outside. You just drink beer and you throw it up and you drink more and you throw that up and you just keep drinking and shoveling Coke in your nose and you just do crazy anything that you can get your hands on. So, um, uh, one, I was about probably around like 24, 25. I was there and I was just like in a bad spot in my life. I was like, just, I, I just had gotten done being a piece of shit in a relationship and like still being a piece of shit, like just out there. I was selling drugs. I, I was like really, really skinny. I like wasn't paying attention. It was like right at the end of my real estate stint and, uh, Bordy Barn, they, they play 1980s to early 2000s pop music. So it's like everybody's all sing-along music. Like, it's a great day. It's a fun day. Memorial Day to Labor Day. Google it. Google it. Trust me. It's, it's, it's a good time. Um, and there's stickers and it's crazy. And so I remember coming out of the bathroom. I just, just snarfled, uh, snarfled something up my nose. And I came out of the bathroom and saw, like, two of my friends in a corner trying to get with two girls and I knew the bit that they were doing. They were like, we'll make out if you make out. And I was like, I know what they're doing. So one of my friends like having to melt down in another corner, getting into a fight. So I saw like one of my other friends just like pissing his pants by himself. I like looked, I like kind of, I was like looking around. I was like kind of in a bad mood because I like predicted what everybody was doing. And I knew what song was coming on next at Bordy Barn. That's how many times like I was there at the playlist. And I was like, 
I think I've been doing this like way too long. And I think if I'm not careful, I'm going to stay here and I'm not going to grow anymore. And I'm going to, and I, and uh, I was just in a really bad spot. And then I just, I remember that being the moment where I was like, no more, absolutely not. Like no more. I don't care. Like I, I need more for my life. I need more. I was just so sad. I was so depressed. Like I just like, um, I hit, I hit a wall. I just hit a complete wall. And then, um, I ran away up to upstate. Uh, New York for uh, three or four months, and I uh, I just recalibrated a little bit up there, and then I came home, and then I uh, I started managing a surf shop. I didn't want to go back to real estate. I started from the ground up again. I I always rebuild myself, so I know the humble beginnings, you know. And so I just really restarted, and I tried doing things the right way. And sure, I had some hiccups here and there. I still, you know, I'm a, I'm a tough guy to. I'm 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 a stubborn bastard, you know, so it's like it's it's a little tricky to fix yourself right away. So then eventually I just um I just got sick and tired of being sick and tired. And then um I just had a complete like ego death. Like I was like, fuck man, like you gotta get your shit together. Like you don't have infinite time here. It was like right after one of our really good friends died, like it was just like a really holy shit, like this is life and I am wasting my time I'm wasting my fucking time and then I and I, I was successful I was doing my thing I was doing great things I wasn't you know whatever it was a, it's a success is just weighed in so many different ways it, it, it's not about fucking money it's not about success is, is something up here and I just felt that I, I was just wasting so much valuable time doing dumb shit and then um, I never looked back I never looked back uh, I, I, I've been partying a bit, not like I used to, but like, I never like looked back like that. Like I never, you know, uh, I don't know. I just, uh, time is just too valuable to be pissing away like that. And literally, <laughs> and, um, I don't know. I don't know. So I, I just wouldn't be where I'm at today if I didn't take that 180 or if I didn't take that step to be better or to manage my time a little bit more appropriately and like don't get me wrong like I'll still pee my pants at a bar every now and then, like to make my friends laugh like don't get me wrong like that is a good that is a good old Hampton Bay's joke right there but I um I don't know it's just I uh your, your time is just too valuable it's just too valuable to piss away so like recalibrate people you know like see what's good in your life like NFTs or not, gives a fuck. It's three dumb letters that we that have all conjoined us together. That's not why we're here. We're here because we're friends now at this point. So it's just uh, take your time. Look at your lives, people. Is there stuff that when I was speaking tonight that applied pressure on your heart that you felt that, um, wow, I need to stop doing that or wow, I need to be a little bit better or maybe I shouldn't talk to somebody that way. Maybe I should call my parents. Maybe I should hug my son. I'm sorry. You know, like how many... How many of you felt that way? I can guarantee at least all of you probably there was something that you could be spending your time a little bit better, Jeff and myself included. And it's not like you just, it happens overnight. It's like you have to take the time to figure out where to spend your time. So um, just make sure you guys are assessing everything in your lives and making sure you're spending that time very carefully. And like, thank you for spending it with us at Bad Fruit. Like for real, it's very important that you guys... Uh, you guys love us enough to give us your time. Nothing more valuable you can give us. Seriously. Absolutely.
Yeah, and we have Josiah up here right now. Josiah, feel free to. What's up? Yeah. What's, what's up, dude? Hey, so I'm giving all my money to a fucking drug addict. Drug connoisseur. Yeah, I just explore, dude. I'm not an yeah. addict. <laughs> oh shit! How y'all doing? Y'all doing all right? Good no, man, no. good man. I'm looking at one of your stickers right now. I have it on my desk. You might oh, be, get out man, of here! My brain is so washed out right now. It's, I got Oh it. man! But um, it's good to hear from you, man. How are things? How's everything uh, going? Doing good, man. Doing good. I finally got me some um, uh, little software program for sampling and shit, and I uh, am gonna have man. I'm doing my that little you know crypto comedy show shit I've been doing. Right. And I do this. It's gonna be awesome. Like I finally I've got a shit together because <laughs> the last two times it's not been you know it's not worked out too. It's been cool, but it's not where you know it's not what you wanted, and you know it's kind of sometimes it's a disappointment. But mo- like you all, like y'all are talking about just now, you just gotta keep pressing forward. Absolutely. So I got me some software, man. I mean, I got a special guest speaker, and oh yeah, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be great. awesome, man. Yeah, and you gotta tune in, dude. And I want to get you up there too. I want you to get up there as a special guest. I want to send. Yeah, you, you let me know. You let me. I'm know. gonna I send you an invite, know. dude, and uh, we'll we'll set it up for a, a Saturday. Because I want to have a bunch of us doing it, and I want to, you know, I've got like over a hundred invites, so I want to send you one, and then if I, I want to send random ones out, so if anybody doesn't want well, to do what's, it, just what's learn the, it. What's the it's date on it? I just got to check my calendar. Oh, uh, every Saturday, nine thirty. Every gonna, Saturday, nine thirty. Okay, cool. Yep. So whenever uh, you're, I will, I'll send you an invite whenever you're available. You let me know on a Saturday, and then I'll, we'll just plug you in. Yeah, and for All anyone right. who doesn't already know, that is. Uh, Josiah every Saturday, nine thirty Eastern on Twitter Spaces. Yeah, no fucking talent crypto comedy show, dude. <laughs> but like, hey, you know where talents learned is through failure. So like, that's how that's how talents developed. Like, that's it, why I put it out there like that. You know, no fucking talent NFTs. You know, you know, ha 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 NFT. But it's the whole thing of you know everybody's got talent. Don't get me wrong. It's it. It was a thing. It was just a, it was the funny. You know, it's the comedic approach to it. Like you know, no fucking. You don't have to have no fucking talent in order to get on my totally, stage, guys. Totally. Straight up. I you have so much stand up written, but it's so bad it can never surface. To oh, that's surface. what I want, dude. The worst. If you got it, <laughs> we will get we will get canceled so fast, dude. That it's just there's not. That we can't, we can't. Yeah. Well, see, we had it. My thing is, is that as long as you're not telling anything that has to do with children, you know, I, I, I know <laughs> I've heard every joke in the entire right. world, dude. But kid jokes, I do not, I, I don't care for, and uh, like the like racist jokes, man. I mean, everybody's heard them. I mean, and you know, they're it's funny. I don't care what anybody says. Kill me, you know, uh, strike me down if you want. But it's one of those things that racist jokes are funny, and you can't say that they're not. <laughs> depends on the audience depends on the clientele definitely. it depends on the audience depends on the clientele but it's like one of those things that, you know come on i've like Luis. he makes when he makes fun of me he, a couple of times he's made fun of himself and, and make fun of a few things and i thought but it was that's, hilarious that's my, that's my biggest thing is that I, I i always feel that like it's like i'm a mixed guy you know i got some black in me i got some puerto rican in me i'm half white like i got a bunch of shit in me my yeah, hands like, like nobody like knows what i am but like at the end of the day like um, if you can't laugh at yourself, then like, yeah. you, and, and it's also like tone and like how people approach it. And if you're actually being a piece of shit or if you're actually exactly. being funny, you know, 
So yeah, that's great, dude. So that's exciting. Every Saturday, nine thirty. Um, yeah, and we still have a Fruit Friends Friday as well, which those have also just been phenomenal lately. If anyone hasn't tuned in, every Friday, nine p.m. Eastern, Oppie hosts, and it is such it's such a good time. I feel like we are just. I don't know. We're connecting at a level that is so different. We got than... a TV lineup going on, guys. We really do. So this is something that Jack and I had talked about. I was like, essentially, what Bad Fruit is like since the beginning when we were, when we were starting, we're like a media company, is what we are, and we're starting here. System. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> Broadcasting system. Uh huh. Yeah, essentially, is like a hub, like a media hub yeah. for Web three is what we, we've been developing. That's why it's like so much more than just NFTs or Skull Kids or. You know, we're really trying to build something huge. And like, Jeff and I, we, you know, we, we're, we're taking the, the appropriate steps at the appropriate time. We're moving with the markets. We're moving with just people. Like, we're, we're just trying to do all the right things. And that's essentially what we wanted to do was, um, yeah, was was set it up as a media hub. Because, that's the, you know, I'm going to be streaming one night a week. I still got to get that all figured out and set up. I've just been on the road still. I've been, I haven't been home lately. So once I get that into the rhythm of that, it's like we wanted to have something every day of the week that everybody was getting together at because you'll see different audiences at each at each different thing so and then middle of the week relentless on hump day and then it's and then we keep going through so yeah it's nice we're we're trying to uh we're trying to really really spread the tentacles you <laughs> and know? yeah it's all about coming together because that is the thing yeah. i was going to mention about for friends friday is i just feel like it has gotten to another level like like I, I don't tune into a ton of spaces, admittedly, but when I do, like they they tend to be very uh, or not. Some of them are consistent in sort of what they're doing, sort of NFTs, this and that. But I always feel like our spaces are so much more human in like the best way possible. Like, well, at the, well, at the end of every Friday, you get after dark spaces. Now, man, I went into after dark spaces last night and I had a fucking blast, nice. guys. It was hilarious. Like, I had one of the best, best times, man, I've had in a while just sitting around with a looking at a bunch of uh, pictures of people that I don't fucking know, really. And just, just I mean, having the time of my life, I thought it was great. I was like, yeah, this is cool as hell. I said, they should, like, everybody should be this way. But, like, if we, I mean, us as the House of Fruit and them as After Dark Spaces and, you know, with me doing my thing, I mean, it's kind of like everybody's connected. And, and you can see most, it's mostly the same people come in, and that's great. And plus, it, you know, you see the new people just start spotting in. That's even better because you're spreading out more. But it's like it's fun. It's like it's an enjoyable, it's an enjoyable experience, you could say. Absolutely. And I dig it. Yeah, for sure. Okay. After Dark, they're doing a great job. We have Hack in here right now. I know uh, Invalid was in here earlier. But yeah, that like their spaces are always like they're just awesome because it's again, it's connection. Oh, this is what we're here for. We're 13 creators left. What is it? 13. Oh, there we go. Yeah, we're very close to minting out uh, Fruit oh. Invaders. So, yeah, we, oh, yeah, we had another mint uh, 15 minutes ago. So, yeah, not too many left. So, yeah, there's 999 Fruit Invaders. We are at 987 right now. So, yeah, very close. We're going to mint out very soon. And, yeah, we'll see what happens next for the Fruitlings uh, once they're minted out. But, yeah, this has been a fun project. And, yeah, I don't know. I'm glad we did it. It was so much fun doing because it was just like there's such charm to it. And it was just like so put together just how just we put it together so 
perfectly well, and quickly. It was just a little present, is what that was, and like it's just it, it shows. It's just adorable, but um, but yeah, this plan. Oh yeah, yeah, we Another are hot date on Wednesday night. So <laughs> nice, but yeah, we're at the just past the top of the hour. So with that, um, I think it's a good spot to wrap. But yeah, thank you, Josiah, for coming up. Thank you, everyone, yeah. for tuning in. We always appreciate your time. Like Jack said earlier, like we we genuinely appreciate all of your time here in Discord. Just the connection because I do I feel like this is just so special the level of community friendship like everything we have you're like I can't wait till we see each other all of us in person I mean if that's later this summer later oh, this man, year next blast. year it's going to be so much fun because like we we know each other I'm going to get you but, all so fucking drunk <laughs> but it's like once you see someone in like meat space it is so different it is it's just... cool to pee your pants. <laughs> it is cool to pee your pants. Miles Davis said so. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice. But yeah, okay, cool. So with that, I think we will wrap. But um, yeah, thanks again, everyone. And we will see you next time. All right, everyone. Have a good night. Yeah.